Improving the health of our community through compassion and excellence in healthcare services, Henry Mayo Newhall Hospital brings you another informational podcast. It's Your Health Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. If you're like me, you're seeing your children treat their phones as if it's their lifeblood, and it can be quite concerning for a parent. My guest today is Dr. Arjun Reyes. He's a diplomat of the American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology, and he's the medical director for Henry Mayo's Behavioral Health Program. Dr. Reyes, what's happening with our kids and the digital world, and do you feel that this is a positive thing or a little bit of both, a little positive, a little negative? Well, from my opinion, I think it's a little bit of positive and probably a lot of negative. I think that with the in, there's been studies that have shown that the increased use of smartphones has actually increased the rate of depression, suicide attempts, and completed suicide among teens over the past five or six years. So I think, I think that's been an issue, and it, it, there is definitely an association. So I think it is a problem. Um, I think that the use of um, um, social media has created so many different types of problems that we didn't have 10, 15 years ago. So what age? Let's start with our little guys, because sometimes you'll be in a restaurant and you'll see a little kid with a little phone in their hand to keep them occupied at the restaurant. What age do you think it's okay? Because now the American Academy of Pediatrics, Dr. Reyes has changed the definition of screen time. And so what age do you think we can kind of get our little ones involved in some of this stuff? I think in general, social media is is very addicting. So, you know, I can't give you a specific age, but I mean, Kids ages 9, 10, 11 have their own cell phones now, and they're using them all day, all night to communicate with many different people. I think it creates a problem. I mean, they get addicted to it, and what happens generally is that you get obsessive with your phone, which results in you studying less, sleeping less, spending less time being connected to other people, and so you basically live kind of in an illusion where you're not really relating to people as much, you're not developing the social skills that are required. And I think the, the generation today, the young kids, they're not developing the ability to, to relate. Their social skills are, are not as good. And connecting with other people um, is, is much more difficult, especially when you're just basically looking at you know, um, platforms like Facebook, you know, Instagram, et cetera. So as long as you bring up Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, should we parents start from a place of trust? And if our children are, say, teenagers, and they're using these social media outlets, do we friend them, as it were? Do we watch their progress on there? Or do we trust them and say, okay, every once in a while, I want to look at your Instagram or look at your texts, because text is huge. So do we start from that place of trust, or do we kind of get right into it? I think you're probably going to have to really assess it because, uh, you know, I mean, if you look at all the the, the research, it, it, there's there's definitely an increase in depression, an increase in anxiety, an increase in problems with social media. So I think as parents, I think it's important that you monitor um, your kids' um, communication through those platforms. Um, the, the extent of it, I'm not exactly sure. But, you know, it's something that needs to be looked at and needs to be discussed. But it definitely needs to be um, monitored. 
Now, I mentioned before that AAP changed the recommendations on screen time. Kids have to use their computers, Dr. Reyes, for school now. I mean, they're on those computers all the time, and maybe they switch tabs and run over to Instagram real quick. But for the most part, they have to do a lot of their work on screen time. How can we as parents kind of look at that and and draw that fine line and say, okay, you know, I want you off of a screen, but they have to write a paper on there for school. That's tough. It's it's tough to it's tough to figure out how much of time spent on a screen is related to school, um, and versus you know social time. I mean, I think that, but I think there are ways to figure out how much someone spends on you know different social media platforms, and that'll give you a better sense of how much time is is being spent wasted as opposed to studying. So important that we communicate with our children. Do you do you want us? I mean, as as a psychiatrist, do you want us to be discussing these things with our children and say, you know, I want to know if somebody is cyberbullying you. I want to know if you're having issues or getting into drama on these social media sites. No, absolutely. I think what's happening now is mo- most kids are relying on other people to help when, help them with their problems as opposed to parents or older siblings. So you really, you, they're not getting the, the guidance that they need. And, you know, if you, if you look at it, I mean, it, it, you know, social media it creates an image that's not accurate. And that's the reason, for, for example, uh, let's talk about like eating disorders. The reason that eating disorders um, are amplified by social media is, is, is because people have a, um, an unrealistic view of their body image, especially females. So it's, it's, I think it's in a lot of areas in terms of um, psychiatric issues, it's just, it's just going to continue to get worse. Do you have some tips for us as parents of things that we can do to, I mean, we don't want to have to resort necessarily, Dr. Reyes, to turning off the Wi-Fi router. Do you have some tips that you can give parents that they can use right now today in dealing with all the social media and our children? Yes, I think there's a couple of things you can do. One is that it, it, it takes effort, and I know that families are very busy, um, you know, kids have different activities, but I think if you can work on increasing your connectedness with your children on a regular basis, you'll get a better sense of um, how they're doing. I mean, even, even you know, I have two adult kids now, but I mean, if you, if you made sure that you had din- spent dinner time with your kids three or four times a week, that's helpful. I mean, a lot of families nowadays don't even actually eat dinner together. I mean, if you could spend some quality time in terms of um, connecting and relating, you'll get a really a better insight on how your kids are doing. And then you'll get a sense of, of what they're doing with their spare time and, and what they do on um, these um, social media platforms. Can we use these things in this tech, in this digital world, to teach things like empathy and truth and true communication? Yes, I think you can because I mean, uh, you can if you, if you, the parents spent more time with their kids connecting, they'll get a they'll get a uh, the, the kids will get a better uh, feel better connected to it, uh, people in general. I think social media what it does it kind of creates a false relationship. I mean, most of the relationships on on social media are not are, they're not real. They're they're it's, they're they're an illusion. And you can't create compassion, caring, 
when it when when you have a relation a relationship that's an illusion. What about being good role models? Obviously, our teenagers are learning to drive, and if they see mom and dad texting while they're driving, they'll assume that's okay. If mom and dad are always staring down at their phones and on their social media sites, the kids will do the same. What should we do as role models? No, I mean, if you want to teach your kids correct behavior, you have to you you have to be you have to have correct behavior. I mean, there's no other way around it. You can't tell your kids to do one thing and you do another. It's Im- it's impossible to to it's impossible to change someone's behavior that way. So yeah, absolutely, ro- ro- being a role model is very important. So wrap it up for us, Dr. Reyes. Give your best advice as the medical director of Henry Mayo's behavioral health program. You've seen a lot of teens. You've seen parents and families going through all of this together. Give us your best advice. What do you want us to know? about the digital lives of our kids? I think here's my best advice. I think as a parent, you, you need to work on your relationship with your kids daily, every moment. Teach them to be better people. I mean, that's the only way the world is going to be a better place. And if, if, and if you're spending too much, too little time with them and, and too little time understanding what, what they're experiencing, you're not really going to know what they're doing via social media or, and, and, or anything else. So that's basically my advice. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're listening to It's Your Health Radio with Henry Mayo, Newhall Hospital. For more information, please visit henrymayo.com. That's henrymayo.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for tuning in.